I have used a lot of commerce platforms in the past. By far, the most robust is Shopify. No matter how complex your business needs and no matter how large your business grows, Shopify can handle it. And they do handle it for brands like Rothy's, Ruggable, Allbirds, Knox, Magnolia, Brooklinen, Glossier, and Cotton, to name a few. You may already use another e-commerce platform, and you may be super unhappy with it, but you've already put a lot of work into it, and migrating to Shopify could seem impossible. But I'm here to tell you that it is quite easy. When I migrated to Shopify back in 2022, their apps and tools meant I just had to make a few clicks and everything was ported over as if by magic. Shopify also lets you design your storefront however you like, which, from personal experience, I know isn't the case for many other commerce platforms out there. All these features and all this control can result in more sales more often, so stop leaving sales on the table, switch your business to Shopify today, and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow, and run their businesses. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial at shopify.com forward slash practical, all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com forward slash practical, shopify.com forward slash practical. Good Saturday morning to you. Welcome back to Practical Stoicism. I'm your host, Tanner Campbell, and today we'll be covering Meditation 19 from Book 4. Before I dive in, a real quick reminder that you can get rid of ads, access an AMA feature, and join the listener community by going to stoicism.supercast.com. Check the link in the show notes for more information about that. Also, please check last Friday's episode for a survey I need your help with. The results of this survey will shape part of the future of this podcast. Thanks. All right, here it is. Meditation 19 from Book 4. How much trouble he avoids who does not look to see what his neighbor says or does or thinks, but only to what he does himself, that it may be just and pure. Or, as Agathon says, look not around at the depraved morals of others, but run straight along the line without deviating from it. We are very in the habit of minding the business of others these days. For example, when someone says something online, we rush to correct them, agree with them, or in some other way interject our view on whatever is being discussed or opined on. When a member of our community, be that a physical community or an online community, takes an action we recoil at, we want to be involved in chastising them. We want to watch things and concern ourselves with things as if all things are a form of entertainment to us, a way to spend our time. We want to be part of the gossip mill, the sewing circle, or the grapevine telegraph. This desire has become so ubiquitous in our society that entire media franchises are based off of it. Do you watch the show Below Deck in your house? We do, in my house. And what do we generally spend our time doing when we watch these sorts of shows? Judging and discussing the behaviors of the cast members, of course. Inserting ourselves into their lives in a, well, I wouldn't have done that, or, oh, I can't believe she did that, or, what a total so-and-so he is, kind of way. Moral posturing and judgment has become a hobby that it seems everyone enjoys to participate in, at least some of the time, and, unfortunately, some others participate in and enjoy most all of the time. But what utility is there in this? And when I say utility here, I mean benefits specific to our stoic aim of developing a virtuous moral character. Doesn't this take us away from our practice as stoics? 
For every minute we spend concerning ourselves with the affairs of others, we take our focus off of ourselves. Is this always a vice? I don't think so. I think a vice is something that hampers our ability to develop a virtuous character, and I don't feel that the occasional participation in reality television, or even in gossip, necessarily truly impedes your ability to do that. However, as with all things enjoyable, chronic and abusive engagement or use can become a vice, or as the Stoics would have also said, can become vicious. This is what we have to watch out for. In an ideal world, we would do as Marcus instructs us, here, in Agathon's words. Look not around at the depraved morals of others, but run straight along the line without deviating from it. The straight line Agathon is referring to is drawn in the ink of your own thoughts and actions. You're familiar with this line of thinking from modern self-help type content. It's often phrased as, wake up in the morning and make your bed, or fix yourself before you try to fix others, or fix yourself. If everyone fixed themselves, the world would get better all on its own. As turgent as I can find some of these characters sometimes, some of these self-help people, I'm not the biggest fan of life coaches or self-improvement gurus that seem overly marketing savvy. It makes me suspicious of their motivations to a not-so-small degree. But in this case, they are getting it right. We cannot mend the ills of the world if we ourselves are not first mended. If we're not virtuous, we can't help others become virtuous. If we're not disciplined, we cannot be very efficacious in the disciplining of others. You might know this pain really well, especially if you've ever been given a management role before you were ready for it. It's easy to think from, let's say, a technician's role that you would do really well as a manager because you're such a good technician, and you definitely know how to manage people because you're such a good technician. But when you're put into this role and you've not managed managing yourself or helping yourself, you inevitably run into a crossroads where you know what someone needs technically, but you don't know how to instruct them to get there. And almost certainly, the response to this is anger. This is why there's such a concern surrounding virtue signaling in the modern world. It's easy to say the right things. It may even be easy to see the right things. But if you don't know through experience how to accomplish the right things, it's much more likely you wind up a tyrant than a saint when given the opportunity to have power over others. So today, as you navigate the world around you and, no doubt, run into those whom you feel pulled to judge and have opinions about, stop yourself by saying, but what about me? What am I doing? Is this helping me or is it becoming vicious? Is it becoming a vice? Then take a deep breath, reset, and put those vicious things out of your mind. Thank you for listening to this episode of Practical Stoicism. I appreciate you being here. If you haven't yet subscribed to this show, hit subscribe or follow or whatever the button says in the app you're listening so that you get new episodes the minute they come out. Also, if you've not reviewed the show, I would appreciate you doing so. You can review it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, or at podchaser.com. Thank you again for listening today, and until next time, take care.